when I started riding pure trials, when I was 12, I competed some local race in my home country. I think I competed as a middle, middle prize and I won. It was an unreal moment. Yeah. It was an unbelievable moment for me. So it was the first win. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. The first win is like, there's nothing else like it. Brought to you by Tulid, this is You Inspire Us, inspiring stories about all things bike. I'm Elliot Jackson, a bike ambassador for Tulid. It's actually Saturday at Crankworks. We're recording live. It's slipstyle day, and I think all of us are super excited to see if Emilio Hansen can break Brandon Simonek's record to become the most winning slipstyle rider in history. I'm really excited to bring you our guest today, Tomomi Nishikubo. You are one of the greatest trials riders from Japan. You're two-time national Japanese trials champion. And I feel like you've created some of the most famous bike videos of all time with millions of views. Welcome to You Inspire Us. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm really excited to be here. And also, this is the first time to watch Crankworx. So I'm super stoked. Thank you so much. So I think for me, I don't typically think of trials as the first discipline you discover as a bike rider. Uh, yeah. How did you discover trials riding? Oh, it's a good question because actually I started uh, my career with motocross bike. It's not a trials bike. And how did you, was that your dad who introduced uh, you? Yes. Actually, my father used to ride a motocross bike as an amateur racer. So I started riding motocross bike when I was four or three, around that. And uh, I always ra rode my motocross bike with my father and with my old brother around my house. Yeah, this is a start. And so how did you go from the motocross bike to then the... Uh, yes, because, you know, I could ride my motocross bike only for weekend yeah. because my, my father is off. So I really wanted to ride motocross bike every day, but I couldn't. So I started riding uh, my mountain bike, but it, it was just a Walmart bike. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> so I started riding my mountain bike, but I always broke my bike because it's not enough for mountain bike riding. Were you uh, like building jobs? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I always bring my shovel yeah. in the mountain. I dig so much. I also love digging. Yeah. Yeah. So I always bring my shovel and my helmet. It was the helmet for motocross. Yeah. It, it was too big, but yeah, I have only helmet. So yeah. I always just laugh like when you look back at pictures uh -huh. of yourself uh -huh. and you're like, man, like why didn't somebody just tell me that uh -huh. I looked like that? It could have like stayed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. So I started riding my mountain bike uh, when I was six or five. And uh, when I was 12 or 11, I, I, I always break my mountain bike. So my father said that if you want to continue mountain biking, 
uh, I'm gonna buy a proper bike. So I said, yes, please. <laughs> and the finally, I got a pure proper trials bike when I was 12. And I started riding a trials bike. Is that, like in Japan, is there a culture of trials? Like, because I think in the US, we had kind of flatland BMX. Yeah. But none of my friends, like nobody I knew rode trials. Uh-huh. Oh, do, do you have no trials friends? No trials? Yeah, now really. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, actually, I know few riders in USA. Yeah. And in Japan, it's also popular uh, uh, than BMX. But yeah, we have some culture. Fortunately, we had uh, some trials friends around my house yeah so i started with him um and so can you explain trials to me like i know you've talked about the difference between street trials and okay. like pure trials mm -hmm. um and i guess what you typically do now is is street is street street when right. you started with pure trials ah uh, yes pure is in the hood and street is in the street <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I understand. <laughs> but, but, but we have a race for pure trial, but we have no race for street trial. So I studied trials as a pure. Mm -hmm. So I used to compete the race and uh, also in the wood. So there's some coast, but it's different from downhill. You know, we don't compete about the time. Right. How many times do you put your foot down? Exactly. So there's uh, rocks yeah. in the coast, like smaller one and bigger one and huge one. Yeah. And uh, when I started uh, my riding, I was 12. So I was in the middle class. So I should ride a middle class. But when I was 18, I was highest class mm. called Erich class. Okay. So... I had to climb up the huge rocks and sometimes we had a downhill. So yeah, it's really different. And so I guess that was when you were 18, was that when you won the national championship? Uh, I won in when I was 21 yeah. or 22. Yeah, around, around that. And so how, I guess, serious were you? Like gym, like working out? Did you want to be... Did you want to be world champion? Was that uh, kind of yeah. your dream? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The interesting thing is I never touch a weight training <laughs> or running or something like that. <laughs> riding. Uh, yeah. I would think it would make a big difference though. Like it seems like you need, like I can't, can't do that. Like uh, I can't go that high. The reason why I can do that is if I, if I have a time for free, so I always riding my bike. I always spend the time on my bike. Right. I think this is the best way to improve myself and my skills. But I know, I know weight training is really good. <laughs> Very good. Like I've heard it all before. <laughs> yes, but I'm a racing boy. <laughs> and so at what point did you say, I'm kind of done eating and i guess what was it that uh, yeah 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 before i won the national championships i studied youtube mm. at the same time to compete the race 
actually, I used to study architecture in my u university. Yeah. And architecture is very fun. And uh, I love design. I love like creating. Right. Uh, yes, I love creating something. So film filmmaking is really good for me. Yeah. For my personality. Yeah. I think that that's interesting that you say that you have, it felt like a bunch of things came together all at one time mm -hmm. where you had spent time like studying architecture. It's funny because when I think of you going through the city, like, do you see architecture? And it's like, not only is it beautiful, but it's like beautiful to ride. Uh, yes. Yeah. Exactly. Actually, I used to want to be a professional architecture, uh -huh. architect. but actually when I started my writing, there were no professional athletes in Japan. No professional wow. mountain biker. Sure. What did what made you think that that was something that you could do, or is that why you went and did YouTube? It was around 20 or 21 when I studied in university. And uh, this time, at this moment, I already started YouTube mm. and uh, you know, Danny McCaskill. Yeah. Was he a big influence? Uh, yes. Yeah. Actually, he inspired me so much. I started to thinking about how can I be a professional writer? And Danny McCaskill did some crazy project with some sponsors. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so I need to get some sponsor to be a professional. And she uh, also make uh, some crazy video. Yeah. So, okay, I can do that because I have a GoPro and I have a computer. I have yeah. a GoPro and a computer too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I think that that's interesting to talk about the, the filmmaking side. And I, uh -huh. I feel like I'm getting a little bit better of a picture because you've talked about how you have like a, a notepad of uh -huh. ideas. Uh -huh. And so you want to become a professional athlete. You have a GoPro. You yeah. see kind of Danny McCaskill. What was your thought kind of creating your first video? Uh, it's very good question because it depends. It depends. Yeah. But talking about my project called Right to Survive. Yeah. yeah. Right to Survive yeah. is kind of a survival video. So, yeah. <laughs> bike. Yeah. And actually, how I made this video is I always talk about the project with my friend, uh -huh. with my family. Yeah. And I was, I, I'm like, hey, do you have some good ideas for video or something like that? And we always do some brainstorming. Yeah. And my friends said, oh, how about that? In the corona situation. Yeah. Survival is very sure. getting popular. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So how about this project? Uh -huh. And I was like, wow, it's perfect. Yeah. So I studied some sketch yeah. on my notebook for some world first trick. You yeah. know, did you because so the world first was the slack line front. Yeah. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. How there's two things that I thought were really interesting in that video. The slack line front flip. Uh -huh. as, Fishing with the back wheel. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I did it. <laughs> world first, North world first. Uh, world first. So, so like paint a picture of like what happened because in the, in the video, you're like doing a nose manual <laughs> and you have a fishing line uh -huh. up to your back wheel. And you were saying you actually caught a fish. 
<laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Actually, I I call the fish by just a fish. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I got I got by myself <laughs> okay. uh, before I did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I need a fresh fish. <laughs> <laughs> but talking about the world first trick, I'm always thinking about some new thing. Yeah, some interesting. Yeah. So when I drive my car or cruising around city or taking a bath, yeah, I always thinking about the new trick, new story, and uh, I don't know why I can create so many world first things. Yeah, but I just I just can't say I always thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. How do you kind of balance? like the storytelling aspect because like uh -huh. all of the videos that you've yeah. created have this really strong narrative yeah. um with being impressive uh, yeah. do you think that one is better than the other or are you trying to do them equally uh for me it's equal yeah sometimes i feel like make a very pure writing video uh -huh. as every writer makes yeah but if I spend the same time to create a video, I I want to get more views. I want to give more entertainment yeah. to people. So I always try to put some story or some interest, interesting thing yeah. to get to watch from normal people. I mean. Yeah, not 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 from writers. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting because um, I feel like a lot of people when they talk about creating videos, they there's a bit of a disconnect between it being about the writing and about entertainment. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Do you feel like pressure, like when you, especially because your first couple of videos did really well, right? Like yeah. you know, kind of went viral, and so it, from that point on, you say, oh, I have to top it. I have to get more views. I have to do more tricks, bigger tricks, more take more risks. Actually, yeah, you know, sometimes I have to take a risk, and also I have some bad crash last yeah. year. Yeah, but doesn't feel like you were kind of feeling that way. It's like a uh, very normal. Yeah, because when I started uh, riding a motocross bike, yeah, it was really, really dangerous uh -huh. for me. But I enjoyed some risk. Yeah, you sure. know, so. I'm still enjoy taking a race. I, I mean, yeah, I love challenging. I love challenge. So it's normal. Sometimes went wrong and sometimes get injured, mm -hmm. but it's my life. Yeah. <laughs> and so I guess, um, like to just touch on one more piece about the content. Do you, uh -huh. what do you feel like makes excellent content? Excellent. Uh, yeah. So like when you're watching a video, what do you feel like is is like world class? Like you're like you watch a Danny Castle video, or you watch yeah. a video that, even if it's not riding, you're like it has like A, B, and C, which is what makes an amazing video. Of course, I I'm really inspired by Daddy McCaskill and some rebel riders like Fabio. Yeah, I also love pure riding video. Yeah, like. Random Semna, yeah, or Kate, yeah, uh, that. I think because you have such an eye, 
it's always interesting for me to say like, because you're so good, who do you look up to? I think it's interesting when you have somebody that is at the uh -huh. forefront of creation or an athlete uh -huh. who are their heroes. Uh, well, one of my heroes is Brandon Samnat. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, Amazing. he is like an incredible rider. And I see the, uh, yeah. I see the parallels, I think, with both of those, like incredible riders as you are and also like great storytellers. Yeah. I wanted to maybe go back a little bit, like where you talked about the architecture, uh -huh. where has been your favorite place to ride? Like where has the best? <laughs> uh, it's a very difficult question. Before I came here, I went to Los Angeles and Grand Canyon. Yeah. It was amazing, yeah. amazing, unreal <laughs> for me. It's like a video game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was the first time to go to America. Yeah. And there, there are so many good spots for my biking. Los Angeles has so many good spots in the street and Grand Canyon has so many rocks and good trails. So I guess the earth yeah. is the best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you ride anything and everything. Yeah. I guess so. You went to an island, you, you went to a, yeah. uh, like an athletics track. But especially, uh, yeah, I love Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. Because I got a no kick out, <laughs> right. no security. I feel like they're used to it, like with all the skateboarders uh, and BMXers. Um, okay, so I want to talk a little bit about your family. You just uh, had a new baby girl, Emma. Uh, yeah. How has it been being being a dad? It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. I can't tell how I I feel, yeah. but I'm really happy to see my daughter getting growing and getting used to the world. I mean, she actually, she started to speak something to me. She always look me and say something. Yeah. Uh, it was, it's amazing. It's amazing. And also I've been, I've been to Los Angeles with my family yeah. and uh, my wife was always filming with my daughter like that. Like that. <laughs> Does she help you a lot? Ah, yeah. Your wife, my like. She's her best filmer. Yeah, <laughs> always filming me. I was laughing. There's a photo of you at your wedding, I think, where you're bunny hopping, <laughs> and then you recreated it like with your when your daughter was born, or maybe when Ma was pregnant. Uh, or it's like nah, she's she was a pregnant. Okay. Yeah. Who came up with that idea? <laughs> Was that was that you or her? Ah uh, yes, actually, before I make this video, actually I plan to make some video game project. Okay, but you know, Fabio Wimmer released the video game. Yeah, like, right before uh -huh. I released. <laughs> so I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but but it was really good opportunity to make something different. Yeah. So I try to another story to release this project and uh, when when I filmed this project my wife was pregnant so I was like okay let's make some story with my wife yeah it was the only one time an opportunity right to make a pregnant wife yeah. to with yeah to make this video so yeah, I studied 
filming another story and another trick and uh, finally I made it. <laughs> it's so, it's such a funny photo. But like actually during the shooting, I got injured in my shoulder. So I had to stop filming and I started rehab my shoulder. So it took six months to back on my bike. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, it, it has crazy story. <laughs> That's so wild. How do you, I feel like you, um, even though you had like a lot of YouTube video, uh, YouTube views, uh -huh. um, I feel like in the last couple of years, you've become like the superstar, like riding for Red Bull and you know, Thule and, and Canyon. How has that, how has that felt? And how has that kind of fit in with your family? Like, yeah. what is the key? Amazing. It's amazing because I never imagined that I, I, I can be a professional writer and I started writing when I was 12. Yeah. So it was like a dream yeah. to work with such a great sponsors and uh, to be here. Yeah. yeah. It's still to like a dream. Yeah. Yeah. I'm living in the dream. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you preaching to the choir. <laughs> yeah. Also, I really want to want to be a more more great athlete. Yeah, yeah. Because last year I couldn't push my limit because of my, of my injuries. So I want to be I want to push more limit this year. So I plan to make some crazy video this year. Can you give us a sneak peek? Or... <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's gonna be cool. <laughs> Okay, so our traditional closing question is yeah. who inspires you, Samoe? This is the most difficult question, <laughs> but my father. My father makes everything because I started my writing with my father, so he's the god. <laughs> I feel the same way. That's a great, that's a great answer. Otsumomi, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to go enjoy some slip style. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. You've been listening to You Inspire Us, a podcast brought to you by Tule. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Learn more about Tule's ambassadors and get behind-the-scenes content by following us on Instagram at Tule or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tule. You can also watch this podcast as a video on the Tule YouTube channel. This episode was hosted by me and produced by Saga Ringmar. Lena Nilsson assisted on booking guests. Cover art was created by Martin Bergstrom. And intro and outro music were written by Klubin. A special thanks to our executive producer, Tina Lasilius. Thanks for listening.